We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast, Summer Camp Edition. It's time to get to work. That's right. I'm talking to you, Vic Beasley, with Rock Hoop Q, Aries Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, everybody? This is Rock, and this is part two of our episode of Summer Camp Edition. <laughs> we guys are talking about about playoffs and stuff, but I think, you know, Carolina and uh, New Orleans, I think one of them are going to take the uh, take the division. I'm not worried about them right wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. Carolina, wait. with their wounded quarterback who can't throw? Hey, he has surgery. They said he's, they said he's no, 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 no. Luck sat out for two years with the same injury. They brought Cam back. He injured, re-injured it, had another surgery, and you expect him to be off just an off-season re- re- rehabbing it and able to come back and throw the ball? And win the division? He has a lot of success against the Falcons, but okay, I'll give you that. Maybe not Carolina, but then New Orleans, though. New Orleans got a chip on their shoulder, too, especially with the way last season ended. New Orleans lost their key, their key person on that front line, Unger. Unger was the linchpin in that front line. He's gone. And we also got one over here, too, as well. Yeah. So without without that key and the fact that they're going to put a first round, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, a rookie in that spot. Oh, my God. (laughs) Against against um, Grady Jarrett. Come on now. He going to eat. Hey. Hey, Sean, Sean Payton is Sean Payton is a very successful coach. He will figure out a way to make it work. True. Mm. Yeah, and I was about to say the same thing, man. I mean, Sean, all the Sean scares me. How that player yeah. plays that spot? It's a player. I mean, he's like Belichick Junior. You know, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's <laughs> Belichick and then it's Sean, as far as I'm concerned. But I think the only thing the we... two top coaches in the league is is Payton, uh, Belichick and Sean. But Sean, I think yeah. Sean lets his ego get the be- get the best of him more so than Belichick. That's why he's not like Belichick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he does. He does. He let his ego. His, emo- his emotions get him, boy. Yeah, yeah, his emotions get him. But I mean, he st- he still scares me. I thought there was some. I thought there was a glimmer of hope when Dan Quinn came in this division against Sean, and then Sean them swept us last year, and I was like, oh hell no. Yeah. <laughs> That's he. For whatever reason, he gets he gets. 
what's the word I'm looking for, man? He he just gets more excited when he plays against any coaches that we have over here and can beat him. Yeah, he knew he was facing a lot of injuries last year on defense anyway. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, but he called plays that were, you know, going against, you know, injuries. He knew what to do. Oh yeah. He took advantage. And he did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Sean I mean, that's what a smart coach would do, though. That's what a smart coach would do. Oh, yeah. Sean Payton has a mentality. He got you down, he'll step on your throat. Laugh, <laughs> oh, and laugh at you <laughs> while he's doing it and throw up a yeah. choke sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, fellas, let's, let's keep it. Let's just keep it moving. I got, I got one, one little thing that I want to throw out there. And ask you guys. I thought about this today. But OTA is wrapping up. We know we talked about you know who needs to do what and who has to step up and who's still here. But one thing that I haven't been talking about. Are, are you guys? Uh, are y'all? Do y'all feel good about our kicking game? You think we good in the kicking game? Oh, good question. That's a we'll see question. I don't even know the answer to that question. I mean, we just <laughs> we just let our most reliable player go. Man, he tried to kick a 50-yard field goal and pulled a hamstring. He had to go. Nah, man. He came back, though, and still continued to do it, man. He was our most money player, and we let yeah, him go. He, he was getting up there, though. For some I, I tell you what. The guy who took his place hasn't been yet. Yeah, to break yeah, your ass, he had a great kick. Yeah, oh, he kicked the fifty-three yard last year. Yeah, he did. He he got the and really could have went sixty yards. He had plenty of leg on him. But I tell you, uh, I bet you Tampa Bay would have been happy to have Becky O those couple of years when they needed somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he's still looking for. I think Matt Bryant's pushing forty though, ain't he? He 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 passed forty. Matt Bryant like forty-four. No. Well, there you go. Yeah, he's, in, he's in his 40s. Let's see, that's what they were looking at. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing yeah, he's in his 40s. Well, I think. So his prime has passed him. Right. Oh, yeah. So, what that says to me yeah. is Quinn is is confident in the offense scoring, so we don't need to have to worry that much and rely on our field goal kicker. Man, that's what I'm trying to tell you. He's trying to build that 2016 offense back up. Oh, yeah. And wow. you should. Because you got the formula. But it just takes exactly. time to, to build that type of team back up, though. You figured out how to build a team. You just got to wait on the players to, to, you know, finish it off. Mm-hmm. And I think he's done that this year. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing I preach every season. Julio's not getting any younger. Matt, uh, Matt Ryan's not getting any younger. So, no. You got to get years. <laughs> yeah, you got to get it. Yeah. 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 You yeah, don't that, have no more years to waste. Exactly. This is uh that's why I'm like it was like what you what you you called it in the beginning of the show, um, Toby. Super Bowl, man. We we taking it's Super Bowl a bus for real this time. Yeah. I, we just got we got too much talent not to do it, y'all. Exactly. Too much talent. Exactly. Too and, much man. And the offensive I mean, lines are much improved offensive line right now. Oh, I'm excited about that offensive line. I'm, I'm, I'm truly. Yeah. I'm excited about all the offensive line pieces they've added. This could be, this could be the best offensive line that, that we, we, we've had in a long time. We'll make you excited about it, Toby. Well, one of the things is, is I, I know um, some of the things that I know about Dakota. What he started doing is, um, which I want to get talking into. <clears throat> At some point, you know, I think a lot of people is is kind of shortchanging Caleb McGarry getting on that field, man. Dirk kind of likes to use a lot of six offensive linemen packages, right. and uh, I can see him 
McGarry getting on that field more often than people think, especially when um, Dan Quinn watched what success that Seahawks had last year. They were number one in rushing offense using six offensive linemen often in the regular season. And they yeah, were third grading people. Yeah, with and I think Dan's excited about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think Dan Quinn is very excited about that opportunity to be able to use six offensive linemen, man. And you went out and you grabbed up a lot of offensive linemen in the um, mm-hmm. free agency That's- and the draft. Right. It, it draft, kinda, yeah, and it kind of reminds me of what the Seattle Seahawks did that year in 2013 when they was racking up all them pass rushers they were bringing in with Cliff Avery. Oh. Yeah, so it sound like you said, sound like you said Dan Dan Quinn reaching into his roots a little bit, huh? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Started started from the beginning. Okay, where did you know where did I what was I doing right? That's what I need to go back to. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that was a, I thought that was the plan all along, though. I thought when he came here, that was the plan all along. He was going to rebuild, uh, you know, the Legion of Boom two or something. I don't think we've seen it yet, and and yeah. you know I think it's coming though. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Well, it's it, it, it better it better come this year because if it don't, it's coming. It's coming. Oh yeah, it's, it's coming, coming this year. It's coming right. this year. There's no greater year for him to take over defensive coordinator than this year. He's excited about these players, especially when you got two of your safeties with four and five years of experience. That's that's a mm-hmm. bonus with a defense on your exactly. back end. Exactly. It's a bonus. You gotta get them guys back out there, man. Indeed, man. man. So yeah, I'm excited too about this uh this defense, man. Right. I am. That's cool. We're we're with behind the steering wheel anyway, you know. Well, that's interesting. So we'll see. All right. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, seems like you know so far OTAs are over, but uh, you know overall, I guess we're all excited about for the most part what's going to happen and with the new stuff, and uh, we're going to see who's going to step up. So. Uh, We'll keep everybody updated as far as the regular camp goes on, you know, through the rest of the season. I mean, the rest of uh, July and part of August. But, um, Toby, I want you to uh, talk about the secondary a little bit because that was I really like what you were talking about on your video. And uh, a lot of the fellas here are very suspect about our secondary a lot of times. I'm excited about the secondary. Uh, one, because like I said before, you they brought in guys that have reachability and they're going to use that length to their advantage. Uh, you got a lot of guys in our division that you're going to have to go against at 6'2", 6'3". Uh, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, Chris right. Godwin. Uh, and you're going to need those guys while albeit some of them don't have the possess the speed that Kendall Sheffield does. They all still have that reachability, and um, I think they're gonna they're gonna do much they're gonna do much better this year under Jerome Henderson. Uh, a lot of people that don't might not know about Jerome Henderson. This guy majors in press man man to man coverage. That's what he does. Oh, that's, preach! I love press. I love it. I love um, press, man. That's what they didn't do. Yeah, and he's gonna teach these guys how to really do it. I mean, you coming from a top five unit back in um, 2015 before he came over here, two of your two of your top your outside cornerbacks didn't even have interceptions, but they did their job. Made it hard for quarterbacks to be able to get that ball into the hands of their, their receivers. They really challenged them and held them receivers up, and uh, made it very easy for their lineman up front to get to the quarterback. Right. So I'm ex- I'm excited about what this second deer is going to be able to do. Uh, I'm excited about Isaiah Oliver. I think 
if they can just get him to translate his game into the NFL, what he was able to do in college using that length, uh, he's not the fastest guy, but he he if he gets his technique down, he's gonna be able to hang with anybody. Uh, and you always hear technique, great technique can't be beat. Right. So uh, I feel real good. I feel good about what Jerome Henderson is going to bring to the table, which is why I believe he's going to help turn the true funds game around. Uh, I, I think this is the first time he probably worked with this, this much speed that is in the second I, game. I, I, I got a question. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Aries. I, 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 I've got a question. Who's playing the slot, though? DeMonte Casey, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeMonte Casey, when you, when you look at what I'm excited about this defense, Dan Quinn's gonna bring his own style of amoeba, amoeba defense. Um, like what Mike Nolan brought. The confusion that he has, the, the possibilities of causing in that secondary post-snap. You look at the things that he'll be able to do with DeMonte Casey and Ricardo Allen on the field at the same time, because both of those jokers have the ability to play in the slot. You can you can switch them jokers out and one can go into safety mode post-snap and one can go into the slot mode post-snap on a quarterback and mess him up bad. Hmm. Especially when you're playing against guys like Drew Brees and Drew Luck. Guys like that, man, you cannot go out there and just show your hand. And now Dan has so much versatility throughout that defense, man. He's going to be able to mess some quarterbacks up. And he's I'm sure he's excited about it. This one you're gonna see the Legion Part Two start to develop. Yeah, and that's yeah. and I I wholeheartedly believe it. Wholeheartedly yeah. believe it. And he already yeah. told you he went back watching film from 2013 all the way up to now, just seeing things that they need to tweak and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That things they may not have done in the defense. That I'm ex- I'm excited about everything that I'm excited about. Jerome Henderson and, I'm, and that's that's really who I'm excited about because I know what he's going to implement in that secondary uh, I think if you're trying to get that Legion of Boom out he would be definitely the guy to rip you up to be able to go out there and do what you need to do uh, every day I like it oh yeah Q how do you feel about that Q I know you're very crit- critical that secondary man I'm, I'm not even going to say anything I'm just going to wait and watch I don't feel like they did enough so I'm just going to wait and watch when guys like uh, Drew Brees come to town, if they can hold him under 400 yards passing, like maybe that's a win-win. And why do why why do Jerome Henderson look like LL Cool J little brother? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he missed the cool man. So yeah, so I think he gonna, I think he's gonna bring some. Uh, so swag, some more swag to that defense too. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have to. What you feel yeah. about it, Aries? Oh, oh man, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm. I agree with with, with everything he said because I, I would just wanted to see where you know, you know, his head was at it, and you know, how that the defense was starting to look. But yeah, I, I agree. I agree to be able to be able to have Demonte K. And then at the last second, switch him out with Alfred and do to d- d- draw back. That's gonna that's that's gonna mess a whole lot of offenses up. Not Alfred, but um, that's a guy with some good hands. KZ got good, got hands, right. so yeah, yeah, he does. He's a oh, ball yeah. ball. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And when he came, when he came to us, he already he came in there packing seven interceptions that year before we drafted him. Mm-hmm. But what about y'all? Have y'all, y'all haven't said any talk much about Keanu, man? Keanu's back, man. Well, that's what I. But you already know, and that's what I briefly mentioned about the four or five years of fear. Now, right. albeit they missed a year because they got hurt last year, but you definitely you have to have the enforcer back there, man. Now, I you, mean, just do you think the enforcer is gonna? He, he has to be back there, but he has to be back to enforcement level on game week one, you think? I believe he will be. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, you got to set the tone. got to set the tone. He already looks confident already. I mean, these guys aren't like they used to be back in the day, man. You know, sometimes when you have injuries like that, you're, you're very favor, you favor that injury the first few weeks, man. These young guys, man, they don't they don't know no better, man. They get out there now, man, and they, they feel like they can go get it. Right. Yeah, you know, and, you know, and, and that's Dan Quinn. That's Dan Quinn's answer to Errol Thomas. You know, so yeah. Keanu Neal is to let receivers know you're not coming across the middle without getting hit. You know, yeah. just like Errol Thomas used to do. So that's, that's what Keanu Neal's his job is, man. He's going to be the one who really be the physical aspect in that in that in that uh, secondary. So when receivers try to do the post or try to do the little cross patterns across the field, that's going to be the answer right there to let them know, hey, this ain't happening. So you're going to, if you think you're coming across the middle, think you're running the post, you're going to pay for it. And that's what oh, yeah. Keanu's job is. You know, so mm-hmm. that's his answer to Errol Thomas with this Legion of Boom Part 2 right. that he's trying to develop. You know? they, they, they have to make a statement early. Exactly. They got to stop this run game. I mean, right. you're going against a guy in Cook, uh, you know, who came back off. He had a torn ACL, and he came back off and looked stronger than ever. Right. Uh, you're going to have to start off day one making a statement to shut that run game down at the Minnesota Vikings. So right. that, that first game is going to be very essential to what this defense is, to me, in my opinion, the whole rest of the oh, season. Yeah. Absolutely, because that's the game you got. You got to make the statement early. Again, well, set the tone. Set the tone. Well, with all that said, you know you guys got me hyped now. But <laughs> with all <laughs> with all that said, would you say that this defense this season could be a top five defense? Yes, okay. yes, yes, so. yes. And I, and I, you know, just like I said, just a theory of mine, right? When when Marquand Manuel, when they asked him about his style and he was naming off all these coaches that he learned from, I, I think Dan Quinn said, look, and it's just just my thought. I don't have no facts on this at all. I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just It's just a thought of mine. Dan Quinn, we know his history. He allows a coach to be him. Mm-hmm. And I think Dan Quinn told him, look, you know, you saw, you know Seattle's defense works. Y'all was top 10, but if you want to go this route with implementing this and that, I'm going to let you do it, but um, you might not be here if it don't work. <laughs> and he's not here. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And they've been hitting out about the two different styles, just about everything I've listened to about Mark Quinn's style was different from Dan Quinn's style. Dan Quinn wants to get back to his style. And what yeah. he knows and what he's used to, but uh, like I said, I'm, I'm excited about it, man. I, I'm, I'm excited about Dan being the, being the defense coordinator. Finally, it's about time, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, and maybe him having them other coaches, but 
head coaching experience and Dirk Cutter and Mike Malarkey and we forget about Raheem Morris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, go, you got all this head coaching experience. So oh, man, it's crazy. No problem with game management because I'm hearing a lot about that too. Mentioning game management and all that type of stuff he mentioned. When they supposed to hire somebody for that? So kind of block manager like or something? Went to Alabama. Um, really? Nick, Nick Saban pushed him. I forgot <laughs> off the coaching staff. I forgot what his name, who who he was. But uh, uh, yeah, man. I remember that story. Nick That's Saban ended exactly up getting, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nick Saban ended up getting drawn him over there. Wow. So, and that's why they went out and had to get, you know, went and got, when they got the opportunity to get Bob Sutton, they went and got him. Because he said Bob Sutton is supposed to be now his right-hand man as far as helping out with that, uh, too. Okay. But you must believe they're going to have a lot more 3-4 looks in there than we're probably going to be used to seeing. But they had that with Dan Quinn anyway when they was over there in Seattle. I mean... You look at that roster that they had, it looks like we're shaping up that roster kind of similarly to that 2013 roster they had in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yep. Q. Yeah. Still there? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, what do you think about Toby's observation of the secondary, man? I know you were pretty, you know, not sure about it. I, like I said a minute ago, man, I'm, I'm not going to second guess them. I'm going to wait. I'll give them three games. We'll see. We'll see after how after three games they play. We'll see. If they're getting burned and lit up by quarterbacks throwing for 400-plus yards on them, we'll see about penalties. We'll see about pass rush helping them out. I think pass rush would definitely help them out. But all I can, I'm just going to say we'll see. I'm saying give me give me three games. Not the three games, I'm going to give you a, I'm gonna give you a reassessment. That's the big question. If pass rush can do their job and get pressure on the quarterback, don't, don't, don't have them sit back there all day. Then, then the 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 the, 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 the back end uh, of that defense should be able to, to do the, their job. Right. Me personally, the whole the one hole I see be the cornerbacks. The the season uh, not so much, but quarterbacks is where it's at. Well, I, mean, I agree with you. right because true hasn't been. <laughs> The most reliable fella. <laughs> Alfred, Alfred was totally horrible. And Oliver, Isaiah is a newbie still. He had a good, you know, spark last yep. season, but, you know, he has to step up. So, where's, but what happened to Pretty Boy Rico, by the way? Rico's there. Oh, Rico's there? Mm-hmm. But what is he doing? Rico Allen? I don't remember what he did really last season. Does anybody remember? He did kept he everybody in line. He was, he, was uh, he was hurt. He was hurt. He was wow. hurt. So his oh. Achilles is so Yeah, yeah. That's, was, why I, that's why I, I said I couldn't remember what he did last year. That makes sense now. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's why KZ was back there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but see, KZ, did, as good of a player KZ is, Rico know that defense like the back of his hand. Mm-hmm. He made sure that those guys are lined up in their right spots, and, and he be calling stuff out before it even happened. And that's that you have to have, and that's the reason why I keep harping on this experience that you're going to be having on that back end. That's that's a defensive coordinator's dream to have two safeties with that type of experience. When Dan Quinn came over to Seattle, back to Seattle in 2013, Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas had four years experience prior to him coming back there. So, mm-hmm. you're going to want that type of experience on the back end of your defense, like that in your secondary, man, as a defensive coordinator, because that makes everything else up front go. 
Right. Like, you got to think a lot of those young guys that we have went to the Super Bowl in their first year. Right. You know, so they yeah. know they know this fact. They know you know what it takes to get there. So now you're adding all these other pieces and coaches. You know, like I said, it should be an exciting season. You know what? I, what I'm curious to want. What I'm curious to see because that's the piece in my mind to me that's missing. From this defense, which I think now this is, you know, I know a lot of people have been talking about three, four defense and stuff like that. I don't know if that's going to happen in, in May. I don't see it because, I mean, you pretty much essentially playing a three, four defense in this four, three under anyway. Right. Uh, but I think Dan Quinn, to me, which is the reason why we went out to John Kaminsky in the fourth round is still looking for his Michael Bennett that can play uh, inside and out. Role because you know Michael Bennett was a huge part of yeah. their defensive success when Dan Quinn was there because his ability to be able to go inside when he needed to. Right. Uh, I think I think, it was, I think with those I think with those small shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> The baby pants. They were small. Got his got his damn little son shoulder pads on. <laughs> hey, hey, they work though. Hey, they, they work, work, man. They work. <laughs> they didn't work. In, they didn't work in Vegas. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Too soon. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Just right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we hold nothing back on this show. We hold nothing back on this show. Hey man, I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think the defense. I just pray they're gonna. Somebody need to go out. I mean, we need to call TD Jakes up to go out there and pray over everybody. <laughs> 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 That's all. Uh, we need some. They, 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 they ain't selling enough tickets to get TD Jakes out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be the price. <laughs> they can't get TD Jakes. They sure as hell can't get Kreplo. <laughs> <laughs> they might get PBJs. <laughs> hey, Al, they, Al, they can get Reverend Leon Lonnie Lust, maybe, but that's about it. <laughs> man, I'm wrong for that, man. I'm wrong for that, boy. All right, fellas. Uh, my, my biggest problem with the Falcons right now is why won't they put tickets on sale to the general public? I'm like, come on. Man, I don't need, man. They're not selling that many season tickets right now. They got a lot of empty seats in there. Man, I heard people weren't paying their PSLs, man. Yeah, yeah. They said PSLs was in debt about a something like that. Yeah, they said they was in debt about thirty million dollars or something like that. I think I heard it was in the it was in the millions. So I'm kind of like, they don't be careful, man. Them hot dog prices gonna go skyrocket to like eighteen dollars a piece. No, they don't be careful. The game gonna get blacked out here. We get blacked out games. That'll be that man. That'll be messed up, man. Can you imagine that? I don't want that, man. No. I, I mean, the Falcons might disappoint me sometime on game day, but I'd still rather watch them than not be able to see them at all. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. But I remember Falcons seasons where the games were blacked out. Man, yeah. I don't want to see that again, man. Because, yeah. yeah, remember prior to Matt Ryan, I'm coming here, um, playing them games and yeah. showing them games on TV again. 
Yeah. Oh, he that joker don't win to Joey Harrington. Oh my God. <laughs> Byron Leftwood. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Worse than Joey Harrington. It was rough. It was rough. Byron Damn Leftwood. All right, I'll tell you that was that was that was Roddy White's first thousand yard season with them two guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that started it. <laughs> man, I hated Byron Leftwich, man. Oh my god, I hated that dude, man. And man, he offensive coordinator now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For he what is. team? What team was it again? The most unathletic brother to ever put on some pads. Hey, man. Left, which is in uh, Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Hey, with the All Cardinals. Right. All right. Um, um, he's, he's not having any success there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Listen to uh, the What's Up Falcons Summer Camp Edition. Um, anything else? Uh, speaking, of Roddy, speaking of Roddy White, do you guys think he stepped away too soon? I see he's going into the Falcons Arena of Honor this year, but I'm kind of like, I still think he stepped away too soon. Well, where was he? Where else was he? Hey, God, I stand corrected. He went Tampa Bay. It is Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah, I, thought Tampa. Tampa. I thought he was in Florida because yeah. I remember seeing him on the TV last year. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I heard him say his name. I thought it was in Tampa Bay. No, he was with the Cardinals a few years ago. Yeah, he was. So, he down there with, yeah. um, well, you know, the Cardinals had a, had a um, yeah, defensive coordinator. The Cardinals had a defensive coordinator that was a woman. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Right. She was also the defensive coordinator for our team that that league that failed this season. The Arena League? No, the league. You know the league we had. We watched the first game oh, of the season, then yeah, nobody watched yeah. it again. She was yeah. our yeah. AFL. Yeah, she was our defensive coordinator for the our AFL, team for whatever. We Atlanta, Atlanta Legends. Atlanta mm-hmm. Legends. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Man. Hey man, that's good, man. Women getting the opportunity to do their thing, man. Man, they can ref. I don't mind them refing. <laughs> I don't mind them refing. I don't, I don't need them coaching. You can't coach. You can't be five <laughs> six one one forty and trying to coach up uh, a guy hey, hey, easily. How you go to coach and make my sandwiches at the same time? <laughs> the whole time, the whole time she coaching, all the players think about is fucking her. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. You know, you know how we rock. You know how we are. You know how we are. You know how dudes are. You know how we are. Again, they were like, "Do that again, coach? How do you do that, coach?" <laughs> the comment of Q does not reflect everyone here. At the What's Up Poppers podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, we're, 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 we're down for time's up, man. We're down for time's up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and all the good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. Equal opportunity here. Equal opportunity. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 y'all might be time's up. I'm old. I'm, time is just getting started for me. <laughs> <laughs> Toby, you just figured that out? Yeah, Toby. <laughs> I knew it, but I'm getting a personal experience now. Yeah. This is this is a little tame, Toby, actually, to tell you the truth. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but once we get going, 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. Toby, just wait wait till you call on this season. We have an um, R. Kelly. We got exclusive interviews with R. Kelly oh, yeah. and Jesse Smollett. And Jesse Smollett. So you call on this season. You get to talk to um, R. Kelly and Jesse Smollett. So y'all trying to hear, y'all trying to hear R. Kelly get his career back. <laughs> um no. no, you're probably gonna bury this dude. <laughs> R. Kelly went to R and B to blues, man. Mm, we, yeah. just, we just wanna know what happened from his, you know, from his point of view. Ooh. What's where's really going on? Man, you know, I talked to him. Oh, yeah, I talked to him the other day, man. He said, you know, give him a break. He said he can't read, write, or science. I don't know what that means, but that's what he, that's what he said, though. I was like, okay, all right. Or science. He's right, science. <laughs> And he can't read, write, or science. I'm like, uh, uh okay. <laughs> oh, oh man. he's gonna break that down when he come on the show, then. Yeah, he's gonna have to break that down. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, he gets on the show. It's it's gonna be open questions. Okay. Same thing with Jesse Smollett, man. <laughs> Same thing with Jesse Smollett. When I first heard the case, I felt bad for him. I was like, "Damn, his, his trainers beat him up at two in the morning." I said, "Well, them niggas, them niggas said no carbs at the six. They weren't playing." <laughs> wow, good right. stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, fellas. Well, I guess we'll start wrapping it up. Um, but before we do, I mean, is there any last things you guys want to? mention or anything before we start wrapping it up like comment subscribe on my youtube oh yeah <laughs> oh put it out there well toby we, we're glad you came on man and we definitely want you to come on more often man especially during the season because we really like your take toby man. can come back anytime toby wants to come back toby <laughs> can come back every week aries it's not so much toby uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey that's okay, but that's how fast he turns his back on the, on the Falcons, too. <laughs> oh. I'm just joking. I'm just joking, Aries. Listen, listen, listen. There's only one spot. There's only one spot for one stuttering Falcons fan, Aries, and you got it. So you're always welcome. You're always welcome on this show, man. Oh, damn, Q. All right. <laughs> Toby don't know. Toby don't know, but Aries is part-time bid maker, but he works at McDowell's during the week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I heard you talking about when he said somebody's co-worker. You talking about when he, McDonald's? <laughs> wow! So you've been listening to the shows. He's been listening Aries to is going to come back hard on you, bro. I always feel it. <laughs> Man, Aries, I told you nothing but love. It's nothing but love, Aries. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, Aries, stay for the next show. <laughs> no, I, 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 I ain't worried about it because he gonna get it. And he's right. And he's right. All right, Toby. Hey, uh, Toby, give everybody a shout out where they can check you out, check your videos out, and your podcast. Uh, y'all can go to uh, Pound for Pound ATL. Uh, that's where you can reach us at. Shout out to Jr. because he's uh, my partner in crime on there. Uh, he also does videos. Uh, on that channel as well. Uh, we appreciate Bring him on the show too. Bring him on the show yeah, too. I'll get him on here. I'll get him on because I told him I was going on. Okay. And I, I'll okay. get him on, man. Yeah. Um, but shout out to everybody, man, that, that does vids for the Falcons, man. I'm, I'm excited about the Falcons and uh, I definitely get excited seeing more people out representing the Atlanta Falcons, man. We need to keep on doing that, man, and uh, shut some of these fans down in our division. 
Uh, Toby, Toby were, you, were you excited before last season? Were you excited sure, before the season I, before that? I sure was. I get excited every season. Okay, don't get too excited then. Well, I'm not telling you out of jail. Don't get too excited. I I, I tell you that back. Except 2013, because we knew that was going into a disaster. The draft started from the top. I tell you that back. The whole team was dismantled at that point in time, and the draft was just crazy. We drafted Zig Model, who didn't last long in the NFL. To save his life. <laughs> now, I remember that day. Oh, what about the uh, what about what about uh, the second Jamal Anderson we drafted? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I don't even I don't even want to get into any of that. Um, <laughs> and, I, I, what about, and what about the original uh, Dirty Bird Jamal Anderson? Right now he's somewhere sniffing coke off a toilet seat. But <laughs> <laughs> Man, you gonna have Jamal. Jamal stills around here, man. Man, I ain't worried about Jamal. He'll get high and forget about it. Hey, QT giving a hundred dollar bill somewhere. Hey, QT eating potato chips and smoking Newports, man. Fuck Jamal. You're gonna get Chuck and Jamal together. When Jamal said he was the original Dirty Bird, I didn't know that nigga meant dirty. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Living a dream. Living a life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we need to do a GoFundMe for that motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rehab, rehab. (laughs) You know, I'm going to say, you know, we're going to spend that money, (laughs) though. Yeah, he can't get the money. He needs a beneficiary of that account. His grandma got a co sign on that shit. (laughs) All right, Jamal. The thoughts of Q does not reflect that. Uh, hey, you hear a hardly laughing, Jamal. They know you're a crackhead. Right, man. Oh, no, you're a crackhead, man. Shit. Does not reflect everyone here. All right, fellas. Well, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> on that note, we need to go ahead. Hey, rock, 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 and wrap rock. Get Jamal up. on the show. Get Jamal on the yeah, show. You think Big Chuck is mad at us? <laughs> Don't get Jamal on the show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right, right. You made an awesome on the Falcon Kiss. I know, right? Right. You right got to come up with a name for him. You know, he got big hit, so we got to give one for Jamal. <laughs> I, got, oh, I got a name for Jamal. Oh yeah, Jamal, big, big snort. No, 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 big snort. No, no, y- y'all, you, you remember Big Rob from uh, American Pie Q? Well, y'all crazy. Well, yeah, he, he came up with a name for him. He called him that broke knee motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. it's all love. It's all love. We love the birds. We love the past. I should have known something was. I should have known something was wrong with the ball when he played with a jury curl. <laughs> He's just jokes, Jamal. They just, just jokes. jokes. And you can reach Q <laughs> on Twitter. Hey, hey, you gonna have his ass at the trauma center at Grady, boy. You keep messing with Jamal. Oh exactly. man, Jamal Why you boy. Monitor TMZ tonight. You see Jamal <laughs> got banged up again. You know why? On that news, I know. <laughs> All right, fellas. 
Thank you. Okay. I want to thank everybody for checking out the Wilson Falcons <laughs> Summer Camp Edition. We'll be back <laughs> with another episode. We're going to try to do this weekly. And, uh, you know, check us out at whatsupfalcons.com. We're on SoundCloud iTunes and Twitter is the best place to find us. And, hey, we got hey, we got to go back to our apologies for the show. We'll do that during Remember the season. Remember apologies? Yeah, I got. I'm throwing my two apologies. I'm going to apologize to right, uh, uh, out. Well, uh, female referees. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, of course, I got a um, dirty bird, Jamal Anderson. Uh, <laughs> and coach, so yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Throw out my apologies. Uh, Land coaches, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of apologies. A lot of apologies this season. So, uh, all right. And I want to thank you again, Toby, man. We enjoyed having you on, man. And we'll hopefully we'll have you on a few more times. Oh, oh yeah, Toby, man. you coming back every week. You coming back every week. I love you, man. Hey, much love. All right, fellas. Talk to you later. Peace. 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 Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com.